Welcome to the end of your life. And I promise it's going to hurt. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. <laughs> Everybody. It's your boy Jada Red Santi. About to about to drop some bombs on this shit right here. <laughs> We're here to give you a special, special edition of the regular season sportscast. NFL Combine, my draft edition. Here with your guy. The man that you know knows everything about football and a little bit. Nah, I like to say everything. I have no other specialist, so you're the guy for it. So I gotta say you know everything. <laughs> Keep us in the building, guys. Yo, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody? How's everybody? This, this guy knows. This guy knows the ins and outs of what's going on. I try. <laughs> Keep you guys on top of what's going the, the comings and goings of the early stages and the. Opening sessions of the combine, as well as the draft coming up. Aren't Make you sh- excited? I yeah. Let me tell you, I haven't been ex- this excited about what's going on with the NFL in quite a while because because mm-hmm. it's like like jitterbugs, man. Yeah, because of what 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 like what we had like this past year. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams started showing that they can can be comp- more competitive. It's not the the usual where we see just one or yeah. two teams clanging I and agree. banging. So I, I'm actually more excited to see what's going on with the progression of the league guys make sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on facebook on the regular season sportscast pages it's the group and the like page the like page usually connects with everything that's visual everything has to do with uh pictures videos all things sports related as well as on our group page the group page is very much the discussion page that's where everything comes the goings in and out the sharing of articles the discussions on what's going down polls everything everything that's sports and wrestling and just buffoonery. Everything that's all buffoonery. Yeah, Be you sure you check us out on Instagram as well, at the regular season sportscast, as well as on Twitter at RWJ Santi. And check us out on YouTube, regular season sportscast. Keith. Yeah, not MySpace. No, 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 no. Not, not on that anymore. No, no. Never. Well, I'll just put it up there would, just because. Would, 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 would I make your top eight? You would be on the top five. <laughs> Oh, right. Because I have, um, it'll be Mia Khalifa and uh, <laughs> Lisa Ann will be the, like the top two. Tom won't even be there. Anymore. I know we're straying away from the main that's topic, right, but, but that, I, I mean, how, how, that's what the show was about. How, anyway. thro- how throwback was that? Yeah, it's very throwback. Right? Yeah. Fuck Tom. So <laughs> be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets as well as on rageworks.net and at trsspodcast.com. Guys, like I said, this is a special edition. This is going to be a concurring, uh, running format on the regular season sportscast page. 
This will be the special edition episode. Everything else will be the follow through where we'll have the pre and the post draft edition. Can't spoil them too much. Got to give them a little something. Got to give them a little something. So, like I said, Keith stops by. He came in with the master plan, and I said, "Yo, you got it. You're the man with the in and out, Keith." Yo. First of all, I gotta tell you. Well, well, let me stop you real quick. I've been up since seven a.m. I know, and I I was, I was, I was leading to that because I was gonna tell you that you, as usual, you go in depth with what you are gonna come in with. Like that's one thing I gotta say. You are never short of not being prepared. And on this magnitude, I have to say you have given me a manifesto of fucking (laughs) (laughs) of NFL combine and mock stuff. It's, It's amazing. Yeah, like. I guess like the best way to start off what I want to say is I just love football. I really love football. I miss it. Like I, I, this, this combine stuff has always been like a thing for me. The draft process has always been a thing for me. I mean, I can't really say it in no, no other way. It's just, it's fascinating. Like, I find it fascinating. Like, you know how people, you, you remember that, like that, uh, that boom of uh, like reality TV shows where it just everybody wanted to see a reality TV show and make one and right. all these different themes. And they have always said like, you know, people have always said the NFL is the best reality TV show. And I always felt like that's just the, the best. The, that's the best like metaphor for the NFL. Like you got these kids. They're trying to make it, trying to feed their family. You know, they have to perform this weekend to make a few extra millions. Look at right. you, you, to make a few extra millions, you know? And then it might hurt or harm them how they perform. And, you know, like apparently some guy got sent home because he was mad at the freaking doctor. And you can't make this stuff up. How cool is this, man? Like, seriously. And you got a guy who broke a record today and, and he said, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, you, 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 the NFL is just amazing, bro. And I mean, like, you know, uh, I sat down for about two weeks and, you know, I took the time out to like really, really like focus, focus, like, you know, for the show. I really wanted to do this for the show because, you know, you know, th- this is like a big moment for the for the NFL when there aren't no games on. You know, we just right now we, we have like the lead up to football. I mean, the lead up to baseball and we're, we're, we're just waiting for the NBA playoffs. And then we have these kids who who are in in shorts and shirts, tank tops, and they're just running around looking the field. Sexy, I'm telling you, them bitches out there looking sexy. I feel like I'm and it's fascinating. With them it, it's, it's fascinating what like the human body does. You know, like these kids are are just trying to make a name for themselves, go to the right team, and it's it just you get excited. And if you're a fan of a team, you're hoping that you're you know you fall in love with a guy. The team falls in love with the same guy, and that day come in April, you hope to hear his name, and you're excited. You know. There's a big, there's a big class coming out. And yeah, this, this class, is a really good draft. Yeah, it was a really big, good draft. And 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 uh, last episode when we spoke, mm-hmm. make sure you check us out. TRS's podcast episode seventy six is out. We have Keith on there discussing. He and I discussing what's going on to the early stages of the of the combine. Now we're in we're in the thick of things. That's right. There might have there might have been some stuff that moved around. Is there is there oh, any like, any position right now that jumped the jumped ahead that you didn't see that was going to make a move before? Well, being that we're doing this the day that the quarterbacks, uh, the receivers, and the tight ends uh, worked out, the day after the running backs and like special team offensive line guys, we still have the defense. To fill that void in Sunday and Monday, so we haven't even seen the defensive players. Right, in the but combine. In offensive, offensive wise, offensive wise, the tight ends basically stole the show as a group. Uh, pretty much, nobody really did bad. A, a certain amount of players, probably, you know, if anything, they gave us like a, a certification of what they are, of what they are basically going to be in the pro level. 
Uh, a lot of guys basically showed up, man. A lot of, not too many people disappointed. And I, I'm, I'm very happy to see that because that just helps for the fans. Like you, you know what he is now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the tight ends though, to be quite honest with you, I don't know in the time I've watched football where I can sit here and say there's legit about five guys who probably can be picked in within the top 40 picks. And that alone for the, for, for tight ends. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that just leads you to know where the NFL is headed to. You know what I'm saying? You need that big playmaker running up the seam. You need, you need him to move out on the outside of the numbers. And it just helps quarterbacks now develop faster when they have that safety blanket. And that's been the cliche model since I've learned football. They need a tight end to be that safety blanket. And now they're running like receivers. You got a guys out here running their forties better than receivers. You need that, those type of weapons. Yeah. That's, that was going to lead to ask you. It's like right now, with the way that get the, the game is developing a little bit more mm-hmm. to that aspect, yeah. where now we're looking at we're looking to see more of the aspect of the tight end, right. looking more as though of like a fifth option wide receiver. Or such a, or and like look, I mean, or remember fourth. remember when like uh the Patriots had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, they kind of started that, right? You know they, what I'm they, they, they had the, they had a prototype of what was right, right, right. But are we still looking to see that uh coaches and 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 and, and management alike are looking for that big receiver tight end or, or are we still looking for that balance form or, well are they trying to expand the the, the offensive uh game plan for the up, uh, upcoming seasons that's a great question we you know because i have my answer like keith's answer and then i have the generic answer the generic answer is going to probably be they want that balance guy but as i watch as a fan i i, I you know, for your tight end to block, I need him to block just a little. I don't want him to be out there just mauling guys personally. Right. Because the NFL right now, if you could just get out of your break, out of your release within, you know, three to five seconds and, and give him a little bit of a shoulder. Right. And you're, you're going to beat that linebacker by all means. You know, I, that's the type of play that I want from the tight end position. And most of the time now, this, these tight ends, they're in the slot. They're outside. They're a mismatch against these linebackers. They're a mismatch against corners, and you you really need a, a star defensive player to be on that tight end. So, from what I see, you know the the, the dynamic in the in, in the offenses in the NFL, you know Travis Kelsey running up and down the field like 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 a receiver, you know, like a true wide right. receiver. You, you know, you got the Gronk. Gronk is an anomaly because Gronk can do both on an, an elite level. He can block. He can run. He can catch. He's just not. You're never gonna find another Gronk, but you can find other Travis Kelseys. Right. And Travis Kelsey is probably the second, third best tight end in football. And without him on the Chiefs, they won't move the ball as well. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys are valuable. So uh, just you know, not 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 to pretty much go in depth so far with the with the draft looking, uh, but okay. uh, just key teams that are looking to possibly look at this combine and maybe look for a, the, uh, a tight end that could be that that that, that kind of oh man the jets that, don't believe in the position so they better look at it yeah the jets are really doing a lot you know this past you know this I mean, past they, week they, man they, they're making they, a lot of moves they're they're turning over their team they're trying to rebuild and by all means god bless them I, i'm i'm a jet fan i'm i'm with the rebuild you know if you're going to suck you might as well suck with a plan you know uh they've going to suck suck big and suck hard yeah, like he said, yes. I mean, uh, they've they've haven't never really considered the tight end position as a premier position, and I would like for that to change. I would like for that type of mentality to kind of take a one eighty approach because you're in a division where the Patriots they uh, they kind of just showed everybody that is a legit weapon. That I don't understand why like more teams don't really like you know take that into account. Uh, look at Eli Manning. Eli Manning, when he has some type of tight end position, a tight end like player on that team, something, some type of production, 
Eli Manning is out here looking like a freaking god. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he has Odell, but then if he has that guy in the middle to just to ease off the pressure from Odell, you know, they're one of the teams. Uh, Denver, I have them looking at a tight end. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs a tight end. Uh, Green Bay, uh, listen, man, a lot of teams, a lot of teams that were very good last year should take into account this class because you can't have, you, you can even have two of these guys. You know what I'm saying? If you have a guy already, look at the lines, Eric Ebron. He hasn't like been what they expect him to be, but if you put another guy next to him, you never know. Mm. You know, so I mean, a lot of the teams in the back end, I would say from twenty to thirty-two, should definitely look at the class. What are the? Uh, uh, of course, the the, the big uh, besides you know the, the the quarterback position, which everybody thinks is it's it's going to be probably not as big as a, a big class as it was in previous years. Mm-hmm. But besides them, the wide receivers this year is there? Do you do you see any dark horses that might come up to the surface oh, yeah. here? Oh, absolutely. Uh, truth be told, today, uh, we didn't get to see, uh, Chris Davis. He is the premier sought out, uh, wide receiver, uh, from Western Michigan. He, uh, he, he more or less is the safest pick. He played in the Mac. Uh, a lot of great players come from the Mac, but I can sit here and tell you that, you know, him not being there this weekend at the combine doesn't really do anything. He'll be at his pro day. He'll be just fine. He does everything you need him to do. He reminds me a lot of, uh, Allen Robinson. Mm. He has a lot of correlations to him. Uh, he'll be just a fine player. Um, but to me, my favorite wide receiver in the draft is Mike Williams because I've always been a fan of that, uh, cyborg, you know, receiver. Right. He has like a lot of DeAndre Hopkins to him. And okay. he went to the same school as DeAndre Hopkins, Clemson. So, you know, in the air, he's probably the best receiver in the draft. There's no denying it. He will absolutely fool you in one-on-one coverage. You need to bring a safety over. You have to respect his speed. He's a long strider. He's about six four, six five. Uh, he's just a mismatch nightmare. He'll probably go in the top 10. And today, the third best receiver, John Ross, broke the freaking 40 record. He ran a 4-2-2. He broke... Fucking Usain Bolt numbers. Like, he that's broke amazing. Chris yeah. Johnson's 4-2-4 record. Yeah. I mean... And the thing that, that shocks me about it is when he did it, number one, he didn't break a sweat. Yeah, it was with ease. It was just like he did it, He does this on the regular. And two, he caught a cramp midway. Imagine Dude. he doesn't catch that cramp. Mm. And after that, it kind of shut him down for the rest of the combine. But... Let me tell you, man, the speed wins in the NFL. But it, you know, and it's funny because you know a lot of people had, even you had mentioned it that you believe that the the forty was like probably one of the most useless aspects of the combine. It, it can be for certain players, but when you see something like this, when you see something like that, it's just what it does for you as a as a, as a GM or as a head coach. You you know that no matter where you put that player on the field, nobody can cover him. Right. So if you can get him the ball. You know, he's going to be effective. He can catch. He can run. Obviously, he can run. But he can catch. Uh, John Ross is one of the premier receivers. And because of uh, the injuries on him, he probably would have been very, very close to being one or two. But he's had a ton of injuries. He's had ACL reconstruction. And, you know, but the thing is, even with those injuries, look at what he's doing now. So you have to roll the dice on a kid like that. Um, he's a little bit like in the T.Y. Hill, Brandon Cooks frame. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to take into account that he's a burner and nothing more. He's not going to really like, he'll beat you off the line with his quickness, but he, he won't physically beat, you know, a defense. But if he goes to the right team, possibly an indoor team, you know, with a good quarterback and they, they you know, they work on a West Coast offense, it'd be really good for him. To me, but I think I do have a dark horse. You do though. have a dark horse? I do. I deeply do. I just wanted to get those three out the way. Yeah. To me, the guy who shined 
there was two of them. I'll say them quick. Zay Jones uh, from um, Jesus Christ, uh, ECU, Eastern Carolina University. I think he was a day three guy. Now he's very, very close to being round two. Hmm. Uh, he did everything you needed him to do, and he was in the four fours. Uh, and the Penn State kid, uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, after the Rose Bowl, he had an amazing Rose Bowl. I believe it was nine catches for about like a buck seventy. Uh, I believe he had two, three touchdowns, and they just didn't think that that type of production can continue. And today, he blew them away with the forty, and um, he'll be a good day two pick for a lot of teams. To, I, the, the position that I've seen that started to come to the surface that uh, I think a lot of people were keeping an eye on was the running back position. Oh yeah, it's a, you know if I had. To sit here and say that the tight end class blew everybody away, that's just sit here and say. Well, it's because the tight end. The tight you, know, ends, you really don't pay you know, any, yeah, yeah, you really don't. Look but when at I that sit way. here and tell you that, as a whole, this running back class is just a very, very talented class. Uh, you, you, you really want to do your homework, especially in this department this year, because there's guys who you're gonna draft in round four who are going to be effective for you day one. Even if they're not starting, they will play on your team and they will be very effective. So when when you look at the running back class, what are what are teams looking for more in the scope? Because now, since you know the NFL now plays with the whole tandem, you know the the two running back tandem in many cases. Like what are, what what are the the? Because I was a, I was always a fan of a of a uh, uphill type running back. Okay. I, I like those kinds of you know the the brumbling and jumbling and telling <laughs> those kind of guys. Do you think the game is starting to elevate a little bit more to look at for more open field running backs? Well, um, that's a great question because, you know, we have that dilemma coming up right now in the draft with possibly the best running back considered, um, which is Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is a violent runner. Leonard Fournette, he, uh, he pretty much, he pretty much runs where he's just looking to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? And, um, what, what he brings to the table is, I'm going to run faster than you. I'm going to be stronger than you. And I'm just going to make sure that I'm that type of guy uphill and just, you know, just bow through you. But because of that, with the NFL being so spread out and they just like these quick hitters, you know, in the shotgun position with a Mm -hmm. handoff and just shoot and go. You wonder if his type of style, you know, translates right now to what a lot of NFL teams are doing. Oh, okay. It's because with me, like when I look at Fournette, I look at a guy that's going to be great right out the gate. But I'm looking at whether or not it's going to be consistent. Well, I'm not a fan. I, I I like Fournette because I think that if you put him in if you put him in a nice system uh, in a system that's going to at least give him the opportunity to play as he did in college and right. try to tweak him too much. Okay. Then I think that he'll come out great out the gate. Well, but mm-hmm. I, I hope I, I you know the whole thing is now is the longevity. The that, thing of the, that's because everybody's want is that's looking a great for concern. An, they're looking the for longevity. Looking, yes. they, everybody's looking for an Ezekiel Elliott. That, that, I, absolutely. I think that's what they're and, looking at. You know, if you can get a guy who can do what he can do to a certain degree in round six, mm. why why bother? Right. But he is a, a talent that you can't ignore. Um, the thing about Leonard Fournette is, for me personally, I'm not the biggest fan, mm. only because I've seen him against my college team, Florida, and mm. we were very much a pro style defense, right? And we contained them very well. Okay, and. Not only did we contain it very well, not to just use Florida, but Florida has a lot of guys that are going to get drafted this uh, upcoming draft. There's a lot of NFL talent, and I feel like he didn't really impress me enough against that type of uh, defense. And his style, I just feel like the longevity question is the very most valid point here because I just feel like with his frame, with his talent, his speed, he's put together like 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 a Greek god. 
Let's mm-hmm. just not let's let's not ignore that. He put on weight in this uh in this combine and he still ran a four four five, close to a four four. And um my thing is is that those type of running backs, once one thing happens to them, you really have to worry about their longevity and it, it does scare me. I I I would caution teams to, to not fall in love with the talent. To fall in love in how he performs against these these defenses. He had a lot of good games, yes, but the team was also feeding him the rock 30 times. Right. Running backs now, if they're getting the ball 30 times a game, that longevity question is very, very crucial. So uh, I would you know, take that as a just, just a little bit of a red flag. And finally, in a running back position, uh, you know, I fell in love with a guy this weekend. I think, I, well, before you get to that, yeah. you know, the, the whole speculation now is is everybody, is is, is uh, Stanford's uh, McCaffrey, is he underrated? Oh, yeah. I think because, and I, you know, maybe, uh, maybe race, whatever. I don't know whatever it is. Oh, no, 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 but, no. You just, no, absolutely. But There's I think, nothing wrong with him but the fact that he's white like paper. Right. That's so it. I, cause, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to be, it's so, messed I'm up. trying to be socially No, it's wrong. Everybody. It's wrong. No, no, but yeah. it is. But we saw, we saw him, you know, and, and when he, when, when, when he showed his bench press and as well as him on speed and stuff, he, he, he looks like a kid that could be real, real problematic to defenses, really, see at, what, at a pro level. What he what he brings to the NFL is he brings what the modern-day NFL has now become. I need you in space, and I need you lined up in the slot. I need you returning kicks. I need you doing so many things because that longevity question that you raised is a serious concern, even for the guys who are not trying to run with violence. So if I can get the most out of you— and the, 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 every drop and every ounce of talent out of you, wherever it is on the field, you're going to be on my roster. And not only can this kid run between the tackles like an average running back can, he can catch the ball. He's the best pass catcher in this class, and he can make you miss. That's what you want on your running back. You don't want your running back absorbing all that hit, all those hits and all that damage. I like a running back who's going to make you miss and is smart. He knows where he's going with the ball and he knows when to get out of bounds and get that extra yard when it's crucial in the red zone, not, you know, in the 45-yard line. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like a running back who's smart about his game. And the dark horse that you like that you that you. Beat. Oh, man, let me tell you something. Alvin Kamara from Tennessee. This kid, like, I don't know how to – I don't know the, 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 the proper terminology, but they, they keep talking about breakaway speed and, and straight one-liners. When he touches the ball, he's already at top speed. And I just feel like something like that, it, it translates so well into the NFL. Now, he, 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 I haven't really, you know, really sat there and saw his vision, but what he did this weekend, he blew me away. I didn't know who he was. It just kept talking him, talking him, talking him up. And I just saw just, like he had that that jump off the screen thing that you know when players just right. jump at you. I, if he's taken with probably in the top five of the running backs, I would not be surprised. He just is very special. He's very very quick. And finally, going into the probably the the the, the class in which maybe maybe not appreciated this this year, oh, okay. the quarterback position. Okay. Uh, of course, everybody's got their their eye on Watson. Right. I want to see uh, if whether or not his transitional is going to be. Uh, as swift as you know, previous quarterbacks that's coming out in their rookie season and stuff. A lot of mixed reviews. Is any is is there any worries? Because we know a lot of quarterbacks from pre- from previous years that had the same, you know, kind of look. Well, is there, any, is there too much worries for him? Like, but maybe maybe uh, not put him on the on a on a franchise that needs a starter now. Here's the thing, I could get why they worry because uh more than more than 
most times he tried to make a play big and what he did was he hurt his team. That was probably his biggest knack. But as the, the, the year followed through and as they, they, they got on their stride, he, he, he showed the world that he can win. He, he showed the world, the, 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 the word that I like to use with quarterbacks that you hear when you watch these shows is moxie. And he has that moxie about him. He knows when the, the, the lights are on and it's time to show up. That's one thing about him that you love. And that's one thing that a lot, a lot of quarterbacks don't have. See, they're, they're knocking him for like the simple plays. He needs to make these simple plays. He needs to read the field. He needs to read the defense better, the better. Uh, why is he forcing this? Why is he doing? I understand that those are a, a little alarming and a, a lot of quarterbacks have those issues, but you know, you can fix those things. Right. So you just got to be patient with this kid. And one thing you know that you're going to get with him is that he wants that, that moment. And that's one thing about quarterbacks that I've always felt they need to have. Tom Brady wants that moment. You know right. what I'm saying? Those are the things that the intangibles that these quarterbacks, I feel like need to have. And he has that. Any QBs that are, are, are moving up on that, on that bracket that a lot of people didn't really think well, they was going to. Shine out this year. I mean, from my eye, I, I just want to let everybody know I'm I'm not an expert, but I I I, I trust my. Eye. You play one on TV. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try I try my very best, but I'll sit here and say Mitch Trubisky is still the top quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, he he kind of gave me a little bit more confidence in him. He looked very very solid. Uh, arm strength kind of a little bit surprising. I didn't think his arm was that strong. Uh, Watson was fine. Deshaun Kaiser, I did mention some guys just didn't didn't do well. Some very some he was one of them. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have him as high as number two. I, I don't see it. He's very inaccurate with the short intermediate routes, and I, I, I'm not a big fan personally. I think you, you have to wait on him. But what I did see was a lot of guys have potential to be backup quarterbacks. Right. That's, a, that's a very important job. Uh, uh, Dobbs from Tennessee, he really, really, really he was very impressive. He was very smooth. I think if you coach him up, I think there's there's something there. You get him probably day three. Mm. Um, the, the, the name that you heard all weekend was uh, – Mahomes from Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. His arm is very, 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 very intriguing. His I think, arm I jumps. Think there, I think there's a lot of uh, comparisons to even Marino-ish. Well, like, because his arm is extremely, like, like, like live. live his, yeah. his, his arm, like, he flicks it's it like and, a and wild, that thing goes. Uh, yeah, you know? it's like a, they remember, there's like a wild, like a bucking bronco. Like, it's just like, it, it, you, it you jumps. Gotta, yeah, you got to tame jumps. it. You got to um, tame it. I would say I wouldn't go as far as Marino. I think that's, some people I, are a little excited with yeah. that. Uh, Jake Cutler. Okay, Jay early, Cutler, early live color, yeah. arm, yeah. Jay Cutler. They said that comparison, and I I, I deeply agree with it. Mm. Uh, you got to work on him though. He wasn't on the center under center at all in college. He was mm. straight from the pocket, and he is very very much a gunslinger. Uh, typically, when you have a gunslinger, coaching them is a very difficult task because they're just naturally naturally trying to make that play. Right. So you got to watch out. He's he, he was fine though. I I think uh, the drop off they said. Is very very real. After the top two three guys, mm. you have to really work on a lot of these quarterbacks. So it takes time with a lot of them. Uh, and before and before we go into the market, just quickly, although we haven't seen uh, the the defense yet, mm -hmm. uh, we still got a couple of days in right. front of us. This is a defensive draft, actually. And now, actually which I'm bringing to you, thing, you know? and, and it's one of those things that you know when we do the follow up in trsspodcast.com, right. uh, check it out in, in, in future episodes when we do the follow ups. Uh, anybody defensive wise that you want to see really show their stuff during this combine that they didn't really get the the the, the looks that they okay. did during the season okay well yes um well, you have the top guys but then 
I guess where I kind of be biased is the Florida guys because I am a Florida fan. No. Uh, <laughs> but um, we are very, very well known to put in a lot of good secondary players. And there's one, uh, Tease Tabor, mm-hmm. and he's consistently looked at as the number two cornerback. I think he can he can raise some eyebrows. Okay. I, I think I think his uh he's the best ball hawk in the draft. I think he's the best with his hands. And I, I think, you know, not to be biased, sorry, you know, he's my guy, kind of rooting for him on the low. I think he can creep up and surprise some people. You hear his name and a lot of people will be like, huh, you know, who's this? You right. know? And I, I, I think that was the case. I forgot what year it was, but Dante Whitner went into the top 10 and I was like, what? Dante Whitner? I think Tease Tabor can pull that off. I think you'll see just the, you know, what they say with DBs, they say are they're smooth or are they're very like stuttering and mm. stuttering usually translates more to a safety smooth. It's more of a corner. What he does is he does a, a good mixture of both. Okay. It's good with two hands. And one thing that, that you had posted on the, uh, the Facebook page for the regular season sportscast was the fact that Jabril Pepper is out of Michigan. Yes. My favorite. Your guy. Yes. He's, um, he's actually going out for both positions. He's doing the DBs. He's working and, out. And, yes. For, with the DBs and the linebackers, and the linebackers which is which, the first time ever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is something which good you know, for him. If you good, guys, if you guys him. watched Michigan last year, this guy was, an, he might as well, he might as well have been punting because he was everywhere. <laughs> Fucking kid was everywhere. Great player. That's a great and one. I love the fact that. He probably could have punted. And for, and for his probably size, could have. yeah, and for his size, you know, he's, he's very, very compact. Very compact. Um, not the guy that you would think that he is. He's great at spying the ball. Yes. And he, he, yes. he has, he's very, he's very. very, he's very aware of where the ball very. is or is going to he's be. He's a magnet. He's right. a magnet. And, um, uh, once the play recognition is made, it's going to be, it's going to be problems. I and, think, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see where is going to be his fit. He's going to be him. fun yeah. for a team to draft because. Right. If they believe in him, which they obviously should, you know, you can do so many things with him. A defensive coordinator is going to just have freaking lovely, lovely dreams having a guy like that on his team. He's, right. he's, 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 he's a, he's a fan favorite too. I, I kind of am pulling for the kid. All right. So we, we're kicking in. We're going into the halfway mark. Make sure you check us out on the regular season sportscast page on Facebook. Like I said earlier, like and group as well as on Instagram, a regular season sports. Right now we just put up some videos, make you guys know that we're taking this shit legit serious. This, this is no games. We take this shit for, I don't know what other podcasts y'all know is doing this shit. We from the hood, nigga. Yeah, maybe and maybe for the general admission. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Oh, no, okay. I'm just wanted to put it. Oh, oh, oh. So, <laughs> so be sure you check us out there as well as on Twitter at RWJ Santi as well as on the YouTube page, regular season sports guys. Listen, we got coming up now at the halfway mark. Let's start talking drafts. Let's talk about the mock the mock draft, right? Got some things coming online. As a matter of fact, let me start queuing up the music because I want to get you hyped. Let's let's get this rundown. <laughs> well, just know that mock drafts are very tedious. We very do this, tedious. We do this for fun. Yeah, it's just it's just silly. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm they're never even, accurate. I mean, I'm, I'm you're lucky I'm, you get two or three right. I'm not even gonna look at this distinct <laughs> players. I just want to talk about teams that need yes, boost in position. Yes, That's very about. true. Right. So, yes. So we could we could look, look at that aspect, the position of the team. Yes. All right. Yo, yeah. I feel like I'm playing. Uh, what's that? Uh, Oh my god, that DJ game where everybody was wrestling and beating everybody up. <laughs> Def Jam Vendetta. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> All right, so coming up, starting off, got the number one draft pick on the line. You know, it's funny because everybody thinks the obvious about Cleveland. Their obvious is, you know, they, they, they want that quarterback. Right. Do you think they're going to get it at the draft or do you think they're going to move around and probably get something on the agency market? Maybe. I, I think they should attack a free agency, get a veteran, 
because I don't think that team is ready right now. So, which is why I kind of, you know, the best player in the draft, technically what everybody's saying is Miles Garrett. So I got him going there. Uh, they can use him. They were poor against the run. And, um, I mean, listen, if you could build up a good defense and have some type of, you know, identity, then you can find your guy. But they're such a mess right now. They just need the best players available, personally. Right. Yeah. Um, we have here that the quarterback needs is one of them is wide receiver. I don't really think they're that, they're that, they're that, they don't really, they don't need that much help. I think they can find that. I agree. Else. I agree, but that's only I, I just put that there just yeah. in case they lose to Rob yeah. if they don't re-sign him. Right. Then I think they they will really need that. But if they keep him, they drafted Corey Coleman. They're okay. At wide Are they receiver. gonna try to get Gordon back? I don't know how. I don't know if he's gonna. I mean, he might have to get suspended again because I think if he was out, right, he has to miss some games with the, with right. the commissioner. Yeah, right. right. I, he, I don't know because he's, he's eligible. He's, I mean, he's eligible it, to come back in. So the, the, I, you know how Roger Goodell is with this shit. Yeah, man. he's very. You know, you never know. I think for them, I think probably Cleveland is funny because they'll do they'll go left in what their pick is. Right. But I really think they need some protection up front. They, they've been they, they've been losing a lot of. Yeah, you know it's hard to get a quarterback when they're getting hit. Yeah, so you know? I think they really so, start looking more for the they gotta, tackle. You know what they got the they have to have home runs from round one through like round six. They need to hit on this draft. At the number two pick, you have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you know, there, there's there's talk that there might be there might be some action going for the quarterback position in the, in the agency market. Might be some uh, trades going like on the that biggest way. rumor right now. Yeah. There's a big three-way trade going on with Dumb Dallas and the Redskins where oh. they would, uh, I believe, they would land uh, this kid, uh, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. yeah. And Romo would go to Washington, which would be very weird. And, I think um, it would be, and um, Dallas would just accumulate picks, which would be, I think, the best thing for any team, you know, in that position because they have their quarterback. But um, I mean, I got the San Francisco 49ers getting their quarterback here in the draft, getting their top guy, Mitch Trubisky, only because I feel like uh, Kyle Shanahan, being the new coach there, mm-hmm. he wants to groom his guy. Right. I still think, to be perfectly honest with you, they'll 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 sign a guy in free agency and start him, right. and Trubisky will, you know. Groom his way in to the starting role, but it'll take some time. And I still think just Kyle Shanahan will want that guy so he can say that's my guy and then, you know move forward with that. To me, I I, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, because every coach, especially in that level of experience, mm-hmm. wants to start their nurturing process. Right, right, right. So for, that's for, my baby. Yeah, I right. So Kyle Shanahan, him, you know? this is where he can he could sort right. bay him if he wants to, <laughs> but. I also want to see that maybe they need to possibly because look they were compl- they you know, have they, a lot listen, of holes. Had, Kaepernick, for the record that he had, the offensive line stood up for him. He had a ninety percent quarterback rating last year, so it actually helped him out a little bit. But listen, for what they had, that's actually a, that's a decent rating for him, you know. And I think that maybe maybe the linebacker position might need a little bit more help. They'll find that later, yeah. I think. Uh, but at that. At that slot, I really do feel like uh, a trade might come with that position. Yeah. Like, I feel like th- it smells like trade. Number two with them, it just smells like trade. It really does. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, they have a lot of needs. Chicago Bears at three, which is like, I, I think they need to do something and do something now because their their division is going to be fucking hella competitive. Very true. So I agree. they need to start. You know, it, it, putting the finger on the pulse, right? They, right they have now. they have good players on that team. They, they they just like you said, they have to they have to start getting together because Green Bay's not going nowhere, Detroit's not going nowhere. It's going to be very very difficult, and you know, sooner or later, you got to start putting W's up. So I mean, I have them taking my favorite player in the draft, so, which is uh, Jamal Adams, and he's a safety from LSU, and 
I used to play safety, so I have like a little bit of a soft spot for them. Well, look at you being on fancy. This guy, he reminds me of Brian Dawkins so much. Right. A little bit of like Honey Badger in him. He looks like to me the best leader in the draft in terms of like just having that trait. If like Madden had that like attribute leadership from like you know overall rating, he'd probably have the highest rating of anybody. I feel like he'll lead that defense, and I think you know they're. Uh, John Fox will, will want to build a defensive team like he's always had. Right. I think it's saying I it's it's tough because you know you know Cutler Cutler's looking it's it's like bye well, bye. He's not there. on the yeah he's yeah. not on the team. He's, he's bye bye there. Yeah. And it's now it's like you they know have Matt Barkley I think and uh, that's that's they're probably there's no future with that. And they, they might, can't they they have nothing else to offer there. So they I keep think, they keep they I keep seeing Garoppolo as a trade. Uh, right. Trade possibility I don't know It just doesn't seem like Something the Bears would do But they do have to Address the quarterback position And I think A third of the league in As a whole Have to address The quarterback position So I mean We'll see with the Chicago Bears I can see I can see probably uh, uh, Belichick Going in and raping The Bears <laughs> for some I mean Yeah there. This is the time Where teams rape other teams uh, A team that I I, I would have really liked To see be on the rise Last year But they just just everybody right out the gate everybody was felt the same the way Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars and it it's was just like, like what the fuck was really missing with them over there that I thought that maybe just maybe this might have been a year last year mm-hmm. and you know you, you 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 laid out some really key needs which is the offensive tackle offensive guard position mm-hmm. uh the free safety defensive tackle and running back running back very very important mm-hmm. over there right. they lost they had a lot of losses over there yeah, Chris back. Ivory couldn't stay healthy uh TJ Yeldon he's just not gonna carry the rock enough for you to just be an effective run team um you know this was actually one of those positions where i didn't really know what to do i right. came across no, no, it. They were pretty good. No, you made some really good points though there, there are there are some there that's like you just don't i feel like they have players right it's like what do what more do you need and you know when you do that with a team you just gotta you gotta point the finger at the, the signal caller and i just feel like right. at some point blake Boros, I, I don't know they they have to figure it out and it's just very shocking how his regression happened last yeah, year. Yeah, and it happened really, really fast. Quickly. Like, uh, Good Lord, yeah. he looked horrible. Um, uh, yeah, I, for I, me, I think I would go defense heavy here with I, them. I have them taking a defensive player who I like, Solomon Thomas, Stanford, defensive end. Uh, he's a three technique. He can play on the edge. He, he's, 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 he's very, very safe. And I only did that because I really don't know what they're looking for. Personally, right. they probably would have took Adams if he didn't have taken number three in my mock. But just go with a safe pick and then just keep trying there. They they change, they made a lot of changes in the front office. So hopefully, you know, they'll figure it out. I, I like the roster. But, again, you have Blake Bortles. I don't, I don't know. You got the Tennessee Titans at five. And I thought it was very interesting the first thing that came out of your uh uh, out of your, your team needs is a uh, cornerback. Yes, they were very poor, very yeah. poor, very poor. That you can throw on them. It, it, you had uh, one eye. You could throw on them. Literally, right. it was that bad. Um, I I think they lost a lot of games because of that. Yeah, as well. I think they will address that. Uh, I just think you know they got this pick from the Rams, so I, they have another pick in the draft. I believe at number eighteen. So I feel like they can address that there. But I. I by using that frame of thought, I wanted them to, to just take the best player at that point available, and that's Mike Williams, a receiver, mm-hmm. Clemson. And I, I like I, I touted him earlier. He's he's just a freak, and Mariota could use that. Yeah, I was just about to say. I think that Mariota needs that big game kind of receiver. They, they are very good run team, so right. I feel like so I having him with the play game, action, yeah. you know, it would be a great fit. Yeah. Uh, going down to your team, you know, that number six, the Jets. Jets are really making a lot of lot of moves. You know, fans maybe. 
you know, they're watching him with a heavy heart right now. You know, you know, I, Nick I, Mangold released. Uh, you know, Brandon Marshall's out that, there that, to that, win. That hurt. I'm it's, never buying a Jet jersey again. In my life. <laughs> never, I'm never doing it. Every time I buy a but, jersey, somebody you know, fucking gets hurt. But if that happened, did, did did your team needs change? On, on, on I'm going to tell you, I did mention the San Francisco 49ers at the trade position. I think the Jets have to trade back. Yeah, okay. I, I have them taking Leonard Fournette. Because I, I don't see That looks any, like a pick for them I, It does And I, I'm almost positive I'll hate it And right. I it, it, I hate to be biased Because I don't like Fournette But they need more They need more picks There's too many holes on this team They need youth they, right. They're getting rid of a lot of older guys And I, I'm, I'm going to miss them I'm not going to miss Revis Fuck him But I'm going to risk the other I'm going to really miss the other guys I, I, I mangled hurt Marshall He came a little bit older He left older I wish him none but the best they need more picks. This team needs to have a fountain of youth. And I they, think that's they, what they're doing. They're doing a lot yeah. of spring cleaning. They have to. They yeah. have to. It's best for them. At number seven, you have the Los Angeles Chargers, which, by the way. Oh, I, God, that sounds terrible. I, but I like the Saying it out loud. I like the. I like, no, no, excuse me. I'm talking about the Rams. Oh, the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, you get confused, I, I, yeah, forgot, you know? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> because I, just saying Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers right, it just, uh, it's just. Uh, so, but you, no, the, the, the worst part about it was the <laughs> opening logo. Everybody was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, they're playing in a soccer stadium. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. My brother lives out there. He's actually kind of excited for that. He oh, that's to, cool. You know, yeah, he's the fans excited out to see there. that. For um, for them, you have the offensive tackle, cornerback position, wide receiver, but you also had on their quarterback. At some point, Philip has to, you know, realize that you know he's maybe it's I, not I love Philip. I, I feel I love Philip Rivers, but I, he, you know, you got to start grooming that guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think there's maybe like two or three less year, years left for Philip. Yeah. It, it, maybe they can address that with one of the project guys I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. That would be nice later on in like the later rounds. I have them going Malik Hoker, who was a who's a very fine safety. He's more of a free safety, unlike Jamal Adams being the strong safety in the box and attacking the ball. Malik Hoker, he had a great year for Ohio State, and he is probably the best coverage safety in the draft. And they let go of Eric Weddle two years ago. And they felt that hole last year, even mm. though Eric Weddle's up in age. They don't really have nobody covering the middle of the field. And uh, they, they need that leader. They need that leader back. On there. my part, I thought that possibly they need to look more defensive-wise because they lost Agreed. a lot of games. They hit the, they hit a home run with Bosa last year. Right, they but they lost a lot of games they late. Oh, man, did they ever. Yeah, and that's... That's one thing I can say. It's like, and this is this is this is a constant problem with them. This, I agree. Through the years, it's yes. losing a lot of games late. I feel like every time I saw them lose a game late, they were just throwing it on them. Philip Rivers would have probably had the most comeback wins of anybody if he would have gotten them games. It's tied tough, up. you know. Yeah. And I felt bad for them. I remember seeing their coach like literally almost on his knees in tears because he just couldn't figure it out. Uh, also on the market, you have for the number eight spot, you know, the Carolina, the Carolina Panthers, which. May not have been a shock to everybody that they had a big decline right. uh, after they, uh, uh, they Super Bowl, Super Bowl run. run. Right. Uh, I wasn't shocked. Neither was I. I think I think a lot of teams. That's what happens when you ride like MVP performance. Like, right. Them, and then you know? you, a lot of people picked up the game plan really easily. Yeah. And, and they, they pretty much lost a lot on the on the opposite on defensive. Right. Line. Oh, man. With that Josh Norman whole, like, you felt it. Yeah. You know? So you have, you know, your, the team well, needs for them is offensive tackle, defensive end, cornerback, and running back. Running back is very, very, I think, an important look for them. Yeah, I feel like Jonathan Stewart the, at yeah, some point, it's the not wheels gonna are going to fall off, yeah. you know? And Cam Newton, you don't want him taking no more. Yeah, hits, I was about to say, he's know? already, he took enough last yeah, year. Yeah, poor so guy. Like, and you, I, might, you might want to start I'm taking I'm very mixy with Cam, but one thing I don't want is Cam getting hurt, you know mm. what I'm saying? Is, you know, I have them taking Jonathan Allen at DT. They're very, they're heavy with the front. And they, they, they're predominantly just always, you know, atta- uh, uh, very attentive to that position. 
they groom them very well. Uh, they have Star, Star Lutulele, who's very good. K1 Short. And I, I know taking Jonathan Allen, who was a very, 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 very highly touted uh, player out of Alabama, wouldn't really make too much sense. But normally this team doesn't ever make too much sense. Right. So you would think drafting a corner here would be ideal. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised. They take Jonathan Allen, and then next year they let go of K1 Short, and then they have their future DT. You got the Cincinnati Bengals at nine, in which I find out the Bengals were... Uh, very disappointing because there were games that. Oh, when are they not? No, but uh, this season they were they were even worse because there were games that they should have been more competitive. Really, I don't agree. No, I think they were they, they were games that should have been more competitive. They had a lot of games in their hand, and even before the second half would even start, it was like they were already defeated. It was like done. They I, were there. That starts with that, that starts with coaching, right? Marvin Lewis has been there what since I've been in freaking baby pants. Like, I mean, at some point you gotta you gotta change that culture. You know, too many times I've seen a team with just loads of talent not just do anything with it. And, you know, I wish them all the best, uh, but you, you got to climb through Pittsburgh. You got to climb through Baltimore in that division, and it's tough for them. I have them taking Ruben Foster, who made amazing headlines over this weekend. He's about mm. to beat up a doctor because he couldn't get right, MRA could, and stuff. Right. But to me, that's why I put him in the Bengals because— Yeah, they become the new Raiders. Yeah, you know, you need a jailbird. You go get <laughs> get drafted with the Bengals. But Ruben Foster is amazing. At 10, they have you have the Buffalo uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh a lot of it's, it looks it looks it looks fair and balanced there with with the defense and the offensive. What do you think is the highest importance of? Needs They're gonna there? lose Stephon Gilmore in free agency, so I feel like Marshawn Lattimore would be the replacement. Um, uh, they have Leslie Frazier there, who particularly is big on defensive backs. There, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he slides in my mock draft, but I don't even think he gets past six. He might go to the Jets. Uh, Typically with the Bills, though, they're predominantly based off the defense. So I have them going, attending that position. All right, let's run in the gauntlet. Here we go. We start going into 11, uh, the New Orleans Saints, which um, it's, it's crazy over there. What's, 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 what's going to be happening? It looks like they, they're putting up their, their top receiver. We'll probably put him out there for his trade bait, possibly. Uh, or, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. There's a lot of trade rumors around him. But the thing about the New Orleans Saints that frustrated me, I believe since 2012, they've drafted secondary players, and they need they have a need for secondary still. And we're in 2017. So I, I mixed it up. They need some type of like leadership. You show defensive heavy, though. Yeah. It looks like they, they, have, they have holes, man. Yeah. They have, they, Drew Brees is not getting any younger. Uh, Zach Cunningham, he is outstanding in coverage. I feel like uh, for what they have to face in the NFC South, you know, when you're going against Jameis Winston, you're going against Cam Newton, especially with Matt Ryan, you got to have a guy in space. Uh, he shows a lot of leadership. He went to a really, really good, smart school, Vanderbilt, and I think it's a great pick for them. You got Cleveland at 12, which they got from the Eagles, in which we spoke The Carson about Wentz trade, Car- yeah. Right. yeah. So it looks as though they're, they're, this is where they could start probably looking. This is where I have them going quarterback. Cool, I have cool, them yeah. taking Deshaun Watson here because okay. you take Miles Garrett, you got the best player, quote unquote, in the draft. Now go get your go get your guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they probably won't do this. This may be also a trade spot as well. But you know, at some point you got to get a guy and you got to believe in him. Got 13. You have the Arizona Cardinals and the Cardinals who had a great run two years ago Oof. floundered last year. My most disappointing team by right. far. Uh, I, I'm looking the same way with the quarterback position you have here as well that you have there as a at need. some point you got to replace him. Yeah. I think later in the draft they they will get a guy. Also, uh, it's funny. I thought you would put the wide receiver position as well. Well, Larry Larry Fitzgerald could do this as long as he wants. I feel like he won't age. Um, John Brown has to get healthy. JJ Nelson is really good. They have a need at tight end. I was considering that position here, but uh, at some point I, I think they they realize that that defense. 
you know, it broke down a little bit on them last year. So I have them going outside edge, uh, Taco Charlton, who's one of the better edge guys. Right. And I feel like if you put him out uh, on the opposite side of Chandler Jones, you'll have two bookends that, that can really get after guys like, like Russell Wilson, who has a weak offensive line. That's how you get after him and you win division games. At 14, you have the Philadelphia Eagles, which uh, out the gate last year, they looked to be promising and then they floundered midseason in which they, uh, you know. They have promised, though. You know, you got Carson Wentz there. You know, he's grooming himself. Uh, you just got to believe in the process. Trust the process, as Joel Embiid would say, you know. I'm looking for them to see if maybe they could fill a hole. I'm not even fill a hole, but at least strengthen that running back position. I uh, think they will definitely be Eagles one of the teams to, team, uh, yes. yes, I think later in the draft, day two, they will be one of the teams that will absolutely fall in love with a running back i have them at 14 taking Corey davis who's uh number one on a lot of people boards for the wide receiver position he is just outstanding carson wentz needs a guy who's going to be able to not drop the ball Corey davis is that guy we got at 15 the indianapolis colts which everybody and a lot of fans of the colts but i don't think they're fans of themselves lately <laughs> uh I think it's a big defensive hurdle that they need to climb. Absolutely, over. absolutely. I, I I didn't have them taking another, defense. Another here, team, that, another team that lost a lot of games that they shouldn't have. Well, you know, I think that's another team where you just don't know what their identity is. When poor Andrew Luck, you're just wasting a talent away. But I feel like at this point in their draft, I feel like their whole draft should be dedicated to defense or offensive line. But at this point. What I thought about with this pick, which kind of made me think a lot, if you take Dalvin Cook from Florida State and you put them to protect Andrew Luck and consume that 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 time of possession and then just add nothing but defense, I think that's a good philosophy to save Andrew Luck's, you know, longevity in the NFL. You got 16, you have the Ravens, which the Ravens um in a the, the tough division, man. It's a really tough division I, as well. I, I, I'm a, you know, I, I but for I, them. I, I think this is a bounce back year. For, I think I, they're I think sneaky. Though. They're yeah. sneak on people. Their head coach to me is my favorite in the in, in the NFL, John Harbaugh. I love him. And, He's and I think, amazing. And I think that um, where they lost their little their momentum from a year or two ago is defensive wise. I think the the, the secondary position is something that might be a big gap. And, and, and you, you're preaching to the choir. I have them taking your boy to prove purpose. I think that is that's a big. Pick I think there. that is exactly the type of player that John Harbaugh likes to draft. And plus, he they can, can put him whenever he wants. Exactly. Just like his brother does. And yeah. his brother, it was his coach in college. There's many parallels here to Jabril very, Preppers. Very, 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 that was a very intricate pick. I see that. I like that. Not because it was a Michigan pick, but... It fits. It, it fits. At 17, you have the Washington Redskins, which um, Washington is like, you know, people still have them still competitive. Still competitive there. I like them. I like them. There. I like them. Uh, some, you know, some, some, some may say maybe NFC Championship look. If, well, if, if, if Dallas is still Dallas, still the you know the crown prince of that division. They got to get past Dallas. So I, I just feel like you gotta you gotta break down Dallas and you gotta get through that wall of the, of, of an offensive line because we all know about the offensive line. We know about Zeke. We know about Dak. So I got them taking Derek Barnett, who's an edge guy. He can break down that edge, and he could cause havoc. And it, you're going against Dallas twice a year. you got to find a way to just break that team down. And they need that. They didn't get enough pressure on Dallas last year. Uh, following up after that, you have Tennessee okay. at 18. Uh, th th this is where they can load up at. Honestly, they this really is, can. Load this, is up. Where, this is where I just said, this is where you, you, you find the... The guy who he's going to play corner for you. You need to hit the cornerback position. I got them taking my boy T's Tabor. He's a very, very physical man-to-man. -man. Get in your face. I don't care how big, how small, how fast. Bring it. I'm coming at you. He is 
not a punk at all, and I love him for that. Perfect pit for them. He can definitely change the culture on that secondary. At 19, we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who uh, was showing glimpses of, uh, of, of. Right, I like them. Great, I did, uh, definitely uh, did. A yeah. great change. I did. Great I did. Move I did. last I did. year. Uh, you did. You did bring up some good. Good points where defensive-wise, a little lackluster. They need to start looking at the defensive end, tackle, and safety positions. I, I, what, I, what do you think is going more heavy for them? I, 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 there's nobody on that defense that screams at me. They they drafted uh, Vernon Hargraves from Florida last year, and I still think they, they stick to my uh, my my school of, of choice. And they, they get Caleb Brantley, who he reminds me of Aaron Donald. And if you get anything close to Aaron Donald, you take him here. They they, 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 they play a 4-3, but it's more of a, of a the cover two and... And he fits just that perfect nose tackle. Uh, listen, Matt Ryan is going to throw the ball. He's going to be standing in that pocket a lot. You got uh, Cam Newton. You got Drew Brees. You got to get after the quarterback. You got the 20 position. We, 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 we're breezing through this. I like this. We got at the, at the 20, we got the Denver Broncos, who Denver had another one who fell from grace last year. Uh, they're not surprising either because when you, when, you, when, you, when you go your first season without a quarterback, you know, after Peyton Manning, you find something like that limbo, you know? Right. You know, so... I mean, you got you got playmakers on that offense. They have their defense. You don't need to help that defense at all. They have players there. I have them taking the first tight end of the draft, O.J. Howard. And, and I, I, I totally agree with that pick as well because I think that, that, that's a sp- uh, position which Denver needs to look you know, more I, heavy on. I think you get that guy for whatever quarterback they're going to put out there, whoever they get. You you, you know, you want to get it to Demarius. You want to get it to uh, Manuel Sanders. But you, got, you need that guy, the safety blanket. O.J. Howard is as safe as they come. Alabama kid. He's the best tight end in the draft. You got at 21 of Detroit Lions. Detroit, another team that should be getting better each year. Right. They should be. They should be. They should be. Should be right? That's the key word here. Should be. Um, every year, we always ask the same question. Their defense. You know, ever since Where they got, is it? You know, ever since they got rid of Endomic and Sue, they were pretty physical back then, but they haven't really replicated that hole and, and, and filled it. That void is still there. Got them taking Malik McDowell from uh, Michigan State. He is very, very, very uh, jumpy. That's the yeah, best he's word. Very, he's sneaky. He jumps just, at you. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that, you know, I read a lot of reports when they were losing, he turned it off. Oh, okay. You got to kind of, like, be careful with guys like that. But if he can play at his full potential, he fills that that, that void. You got Aaron Rodgers there, you got to hit him. That's, right. that's the guy in the division you're going after. Matthew Stafford showed he can play with those guys. You got to get him some help. You got to get him on the field enough. So, you know, got to go with the DT. At 22, we have the Miami Dolphins, who I said needs one or two, like two or three picks, and they're in, they're in contention in that division. They're, they're, they're a few players away. I, I agree with you on that. Um, but what hurt them the most last year was losing Ryan Tannehill. Hmm. You got to protect the guy. If he's your franchise, you have to make sure you protect him. And you can s- say the same thing for, like, the Indianapolis Colts. But the Colts don't have a Jay Ajayi out there. So, you know, the, the, the Dolphins have to, uh, you know, pay close attention to the offensive line. Got them taking Cam Robinson out of Alabama. He's very safe. He may be kicked inside to guard. But anything to protect your franchise quarterback, you got to do it. At 23, you have the New York Giants, which I find interesting. You, you you looked exactly the way I was looking at. You're looking at the offensive tackle position as well as inside uh, inside linebacker and definitely the tight end position. Right. Right now at this spot, there's nobody on the offensive line side that will feel like that that position that they're in at number 23. Inside linebacker, maybe yes, but uh, you know Eli Manning has always been great with a tight end. Right. You get the the most the, out of 
David and joke with Miami. Miami breeds tight ends. You get a guy. Eli Manning is going to feed this kid the same way he fed uh, Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham. And now you get this kid. I'm telling you, the Giants have their defense. They get one more player on the offense. They fix up the offensive line free agency. They'll be very, very, very difficult to deal with. At 24, you have the Oakland Raiders. And like I said, last year, I, I to me, I thought they lost a lot of games because it was too much shootouts. I really right. think they really need to start get defensive heavy. You put here cor- uh, cornerback, inside linebacker, and defensive tackle. I think the corner position is very important for them. And I, 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 I really attacked that when I was thinking about the Oakland Raiders. I, they got to get a guy. Marlon Humphrey, to me, he what he does is he shows shades of being a safety and being a corner. But this is one of those guys that is always around the ball. Right. And for Alabama, he was intricate, just being in that secondary and being around the ball. The thing that scares me about him is the narrative about Alabama secondary players, excluding the one that plays for the Giants, Collins. Every Alabama secondary player never, ever has the chance to make a play because their defensive front, front right. is stopping the offense. So right. the corner never shows enough. Look at what we did with D. Milner. He was a total flop. So hopefully this kid is exactly what he is. He plays the ball well, and if Khalil Mack can get pressure, just like those Alabama front seven players got pressure, he may be able to shine well. At 25, you have the Houston Texans, who I think is at the precipice of making just one or two moves. Yes. And they can finally start getting uh, clicking on all cylinders. Yes. Uh, J.J. Watt comes back. Uh, you have the same mindset with the inside linebacker, maybe a key, key position there. See, I wanted to give him an inside linebacker, but then I, 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 I saw this kid named Takaris McKinley, and he looks exactly like a, a Houston Texan. Right. He just runs on, on the outside of the defense and gets after it, stops the run, stops the quarterback. Just because he looks like a Texan, that's the only reason why I put him in this spot. I really do believe, though, they'll, they'll, they'll address the offensive line, honestly, at the end of the day. But this kid, uh, Takaris McKinley, he's, he's very, very talented. Next on the board, you have the Seattle Seahawks, which uh, many people believe they kind of underachieved last year. Very big time. I was one of those guys, and I, su- I support them because of their quarterback. He's my favorite player in the NFL, Russell Wilson. Um, here's the thing. Pete Carroll likes to get these guys you never heard of, right? So let's say hit this guy's name altogether. O.B. Milifanu. I'm not even going to try that. You're not going to try it with me? Okay, I think I might so lose a O.B. Milifanu. Oh, fucking Moeller might come out. You know why? Do you know why he's a little bit special with the Seattle Seahawks? The Seattle Seahawks love big secondary guys. This guy is 6'4". He's bigger than most wide receivers. He can play Cam Chancellor's position if Cam Chancellor does get hurt or if Earl Thomas doesn't recover well. Recover. I was about to or say the same thing. Yeah, he can fill in those roles. He can play corner. He's very, very, very twitchy in that position. And, you know, Richard Sermon at some point is going to break down. You never know. At 27, you have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chiefs are guys that are also making moves this past year, you know, this past uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Jamal Charles out the picture. Uh, I think with them, the wide receiver defensive end spot is something that might be helped, but you have some other opinions there. The thing about them is that they have a very uh, complete roster. They have a little bit of holes. I think they'll address the wide receiver position. I, I will not be surprised if like the Jets cut Eric Decker and he goes there. Like right. That's the type of thing I see them doing. But um, they have Marcus Peters at corner, but then they don't have nobody else. So I just feel like it just makes sense to just help him out. You know, at some point that he's a very, very, very good corner. He's very young. 
just to complete that defense, they, they re-signed Eric Berry. Sidney Jones out of Washington, the same place that Eric Peters went to. They know how to just, just you know, scout players from that school. It just makes sense for me. I think for them, that, honestly, just to, before we go, they need to get a little bit more defensive heavy. I, I really do. I, and I think they're, they're yeah. on the right. I think they're on their right way of doing that. All right. At 28, you have the Dallas Cowboys, which, you know, you, you never know what they fuck. They, they could pull something out their ass when they want to. Well, the thing about Dallas is... See, I did this mock draft before the combine, and it's funny how things work out. Dallas always wants to make a splash, as you say. I have them making a splash in my mock draft, taking John Ross, who broke the forty record with the four point two two. And that's his. That's their kind of guy. To yeah, do they get it. They need another guy opposite of uh, Dez. They have Cole Beasley in the middle. Uh, they they might lose their tight ends. Jason Wynn's not getting any younger. You need a guy to stretch the field for Dak Prescott. It, it just makes sense for me. And at 29, we have the Green Bay Packers, which last year, they woke up. They woke up the second half of the season. Aaron Rodgers well, was I mean, uh, being the Aaron Rodgers of, of, of old. Well, Aaron Rodgers woke up. I wouldn't right. say they woke up. But, but Aaron, you know. the only thing they did they did flounder at, which I thought it was, was, it's, it was, was the running back position. I, I think... What I, secondary was a, I, I do think they need. Sword. I do think they need a running back. Personally, I was thinking about putting a running back here. Uh, I, I, probably in the second mock, I might switch things up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 what I did here was I just said to myself, you know, maybe I might give him a third tight end. But again, this was before the the, the combine, so this might they might get a tight end. I have them going Ryan uh, Ramzik from Wisconsin, just just to make sure Aaron Rodgers is all right. You know, you don't want anything bad happening to the guy. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they take one of these premier tight ends in the draft. At 30, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who pretty much got themselves the most richest wide receiver in the game. But for you, you thinking they got to go back. Uh, this is... <sighs> got to go defensive again. This is one of the more poorly coached teams with... Loads of talent. They, they they have a three-year window, in my opinion, before Ben, you know, walks through those doors and says it's over. So isn't this the most Brooklyn name ever, Buda Baker? Oh, yeah. It's, it definitely <laughs> sounds Baker. like he sold me weed. Yeah, man. right, right. He's very undersized, but this kid will – don't don't let that fool you. This kid is fast. He will put a, he will put a helmet in your face. Um, they need a leader. You know, they need a guy in that back end. To just let them know, like, yo, you're not gonna throw it on me. They need that guy. They need the swagger. You know, I feel like they're they're lacking that. Antonio Brown has that on the offensive end. They don't have that on the defensive end. They need that guy. They really do need that guy. And uh, at 31, you had the Atlanta Falcons, who were 15 minutes away from being Super Bowl champions. <laughs> and I think the, the the pick that you made Poor here guys. is the reason why they needed it. And that's I uh, they need they did very well in the in the in the Super Bowl by getting after Tom Brady, and then it ended. And, you know, and then after a while, they just didn't. Tom Brady was just sitting there chilling. You know, it was good for two quarters, and then it ended. Uh, Tim Williams is a very good pass rusher on the outside on the edge. Um, he he fell relatively deep in my mock. He probably won't in uh, you know come April. April and uh, they need more help there. They need to be able to stop you know teams doing that to them because they're very talented. They need to be able to just stop guys. They have a very very young defense. Just add to it, and I think there's a lot of things to be happy about with Atlanta. And finally, at number 32, the Super Bowl champ, the New England Patriots, which. Many may say, we don't need anybody. We could get rid of all our picks. Pretty we much. don't care. We could trade our picks like tomorrow. But you did have somebody from them down there. I, I, I'm, which, I'm which just... Is, which is actually a really good pick, though, because uh, they were talking to probably Woodhead returning back to... Uh, 
And you know what? This kid, this kid is way better than Woodhead. Yeah. I'm just enamored and fascinated by Christian McCaffrey. And it just screams New England Patriots. I, I can only see him on a team with like just an abundance of weapons. And I just think Tom Brady will love this kid. I think Tom Brady will just abuse this kid. Just pepper him with targets. And it's not like they need it. It's not like they need anything with the team and the coach they have. But, uh, you know, I think Christian McCaffrey might even not even last this long, to be quite honest with you. And mm. I, I think he's he's very, very fascinating in this draft. Yeah. So that was that was our mock draft. Hey, well, we, like, did, we ran. Through yeah, it. we ran through it, man. I tell you, we got it right at the hour where we needed to. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. And this episode is very special episode. Keith is in the building. You're ready. Guy was on it. Let's go. He got he 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 got what we need and we got what we want. TRSS, baby, let's do this. TRSSpodcast.com. Make sure you check us out at RageWorks.net. Check us out on all social media outlets on Facebook, Regular Season Sportscast group page and like page as well as on Instagram at the Regular Season Sportscast at the Regular Season Sports. Make us on RWJ Santi on Twitter as well as on YouTube. And you could get Keith where at? Kicking it with Keith Instagram. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. And, he, <laughs> and, you, can, and you can reach out to him as well on all social media. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there. You, you'll find me. Regular season. Let's do it. All right, guys. Once again, thank you for being a part of this special episode. And uh, got more coming your way and in store. So, like I tell you guys, I'm the king of talk style. I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. Catch you guys on the rebound. School. Wash. Regular season sportscast. Sports cast.